I'm Marianne Kolbesak McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Mac McMillan, who recently retired as CEO of Synergistic, a security consulting firm that he co-founded. Mac has had a more than 40-year career in security, privacy, and compliance in the healthcare and government sectors. So, Mac, very briefly for starters, tell us a little bit about why you decided to retire now. And I understand that you'll be staying on at the company as a director. So what will you be doing as a director and what do you plan to do in your retirement? So I've always kind of managed my career on my own schedule. And this was something that I had literally, for the most part, pretty much planned. And I had decided that hopefully early in my 60s, I would go ahead and step away from full-time employment and retire so that I could do the things that I have worked hard to be able to do, the things that I want to do for a change, as opposed to the things that you have to do every day when you have a a full-time position, and also to be able to spend some time with my wife, who has graciously followed me around for well over 30 years through my military career as well as in government, as well as my career as a CEO of a company. So this has always been something that I've really planned, and, and we planned it very carefully as part of the company, and we had a succession plan in place that we're executing now, and, and uh, did a national search for my successor, and I had a hand in selecting him, and, and I'm really happy with the individual Caleb Carlo, who has succeeded me here, Synergist Tech, I think he's going to do a great job. But I'm already teaching at a couple of universities, and I'm going to be focusing a lot of my energy in my retirement on teaching and writing and doing what I think is one of my other passions, which is promoting cybersecurity for the younger folks in our community to try to get them to go into this field. And so I support a couple of programs like the Cyber Patriot Program, which is cyber education for the K-12 through crowd. And then, like I said, I teach at a couple of universities now in multiple programs, hopefully to get some of these kids enthusiastic about going into a career that's obviously served me very well for many years and, and I think is incredibly important and, and a critical a need, not only in healthcare, but our country in general. And I just think it's a great place for a lot of these young folks to have a career. So, Mac, what will you be doing in your role as a director at Synergistic? I'm going to be doing a couple of things. So the first thing is, obviously, as a, as a director, as a board member of a public company, I'll be a member of the board, and I'll be very active in helping Caleb and the rest of the board set the strategic direction of Synergistic going forward. And obviously, we are very excited about the future and about continuing to grow and continuing to serve the healthcare space as well as getting into some new areas in addition to that. But I'm also doing a few projects for them. So I'm actually building a what we call the C-Tech Academy, which is an entire curriculum for all of the folks that work here that's going to have literally college-level courses that we're going to build, that we're going to be able to provide to our employees and perhaps even our customers at some point. So I'm going to be very involved in, in developing that and helping them with some other projects in terms of some improvements in our support and that we provide to our customers. I mean, you know, I'm hopefully going to be able to take the things that I've learned over the last 40-something years and be able to, to give the company some tools that will last them even longer and helping folks actually learn how to even be even better consultants for the folks that we serve. So now, Mac, you've spent a lot of time in the government and more recently the healthcare sectors. What is your assessment of those sectors right now? Who is better prepared to be dealing with the kinds of cybersecurity attacks and issues that we've been seeing? 
So that's an interesting question, and, I, and I'll break it into two pieces because if you compare the two, I believe the government sector is more prepared, or at least elements of the government are more prepared to respond to or react to or protect against cyber threats, and a lot of that's because of, of the investment that's been made essentially in the last decade in uh, cyber commands and in, in cyber security. But I, I think that as a general rule, everybody has a long ways to go still to really be where we need to be to combat the threat that I think is out there today. When you look at healthcare by itself, things that I'm, I'm really proud of is I came into the healthcare sector literally in 2001, which was just a couple of years before HIPAA actually came out in 2003. And I've watched this industry go from what I would say was almost virtually no cybersecurity back then to where today we have some pretty impressive cybersecurity folks in healthcare. We have some pretty neat things that are happening in, in the industry. We're much better prepared today than we were before. We're not anywhere near where we need to be, and I would like to see healthcare uh, get even more serious about cybersecurity. But when you look at where they've been and where they've come, you have to recognize the advances and the improvements that have been made. And you can tell it even in the work that our folks do. I talk to our consultants when they come back from doing their assessments and whatnot, and you know, I even hear them talking about a whole different experience today. You know, they talk about how 10 years ago or more, when they would go in and conduct an assessment, you know, customers would say thank you and, you know, they wouldn't get a lot of questions. Today, they go in and do their assessments and they actually get a lot of questions. They get a lot of interaction. They get challenged by some of the folks that are at some of our hospitals today because we've actually got some folks in healthcare today that know their stuff and are interested in doing a really good job and they're interested in working with people who really know their stuff and it's a whole different experience. And so I'm very happy about the fact that as I begin to slow down in my retirement that I can actually walk away feeling like we've made a difference and all the effort that we put in has made a difference and the industry is in a lot better place than where it was. If there's one area within healthcare where you see the biggest need for improvement, what would that be in terms of security? Well, I think one of the things that needs to improve is the discussion. We need to stop talking about compliance. We need to stop talking about grades. We need to talk about threat and risk. And we need to start talking about how what we are doing is meeting the risk to the organization, to our systems, to our data to our patients, and because the environment that we're in today is so much more sophisticated, there's so much more threat today than there's ever been before, and the stakes are so much higher today, I, I believe. I believe that with the threat profile that we have out there today, the risk to patients, the risk to data, the risk to operations, the risk to intellectual property, the risk to research, even the risk to national security with a lot of the information that we have in healthcare is at an all-time high, and we need to have the leadership in hospitals talking about cybersecurity and cyber risk and threat and having a much deeper discussion about understanding what the threat is that's coming at them and what the risks are to the business and to their mission so that we start making better decisions with respect to security investments and start understanding, you know, truly what it's going to take to be effective at protecting what we do in, in this industry that's so critically important to our society. And Mac, from a security standpoint, what's been the highlight and what's been the low light of your career? 
You know, the highlight of my career, I think, has been working with all of the great people that I've had the opportunity to work with, whether it was in the military or the government or, or in the private sector. It's been watching folks engage and learn and grow as individuals, as professionals, and be able to do things for their organization that are important and get better at it. You know, I've, I've always said that I was I was really lucky that, that healthcare became my second, quote, career because the relationships that I've been able to, to make, the people that I've known in healthcare, I mean, I've known folks in, in this industry now for 20 plus years. It's a great community and a great industry to work in. Uh, so that's probably the high point. Probably the low point, I haven't really had a lot of low points. <laughs> I guess probably if I had to pick a low point, it would, it would be there's still some, some challenges in healthcare that I think we need to meet that I think are infinitely doable, and we just haven't had the, I don't know how to put it, but I guess institutional fortitude to address them. I wish in some ways we could do that because I think there's some things out there that are really important that, that I hope don't present an issue for the industry going forward, but I'm afraid that if we don't respond to them at some point or don't address them at some point that they really, someday we may actually have have a situation where where patient safety really is something that becomes a material risk. I would hate to see us end up in that situation. But I can't tell you, it's really hard for me to complain about anything. I've been very, very lucky and very blessed with a very successful career and great relationships and, and a lot of great people that I've worked with over the years. And to me, the people have always been one of the most important things in my career. Based on everything that you've lived through in your own security career and based on the evolving trends in cybersecurity that we've been seeing in healthcare, what's the most important bit of advice that you would give to some of these younger people that you're interested in mentoring as part of your retirement plans? But then also, what is that one most important piece of advice that you would give to today's existing healthcare CISOs right now? There's probably three things that I think are really important, and the first one is always be a student. There's no way you are ever, ever going to know everything there is to know about this industry or about cybersecurity, but the way you really, truly become valuable in this profession and, and to the people that you serve is by being a constant student and learning as much as you can and, and understanding that every day of your career in this field, you're going to have to be learning. You're going to have to stay on top of things. The second thing is, I'd, I'd say, adopt a, a philosophy of service. Hospitals are not there for IT. Hospitals are not there for security. Hospitals are there to care for patients. And cybersecurity and CISOs and IT professionals, we're there to serve the mission. We're there to help help the hospital do what it does best, which is help people get healthy. And it's a calling of service. So adopt that service attitude and understand that you're there to serve the organization and serve your, the patients that that organization cares for. And then the third thing is have the intestinal fortitude to be honest with the people that you serve. It is our job as cybersecurity professionals to try to understand the risks and to be able to communicate that to the decision makers so that they can make good decisions. And the more honest and more objective, objectively we do that, the better we're going to serve them and, and hopefully the better decisions that are going to get made and hopefully the greater risk that we're going to avoid. So be honest, be focused on the mission and serving it, and never stop learning. Thanks, Mac. I've been speaking to Mac McMillan 
I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.